Welcome to D Hall and Dragons, a real play D&D podcast about a group of high school students who get sucked into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name's Riley Wesson, and I'm joined by my friends, my players, and my brave little soldiers. What's up, everyone? Hello. I'm ready to fight a giant peep. <laughs> the whole time that you were talking, um, I had like a burp stored up that I was really ready for you to like finish talking and just like <laughs> let this epic burp out, and it's it's gone. Oh, it no. <laughs> but I knew that if I burped in the middle of your speech, it would either A, be less funny, and B, piss you off. So I waited, and now it's gone. I appreciate that. I'm here to support. <laughs> Danielle, did you get a haircut? Uh, no, it's 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 just clean. Oh. Um, <laughs> But thanks. Great content for an audio podcast. Yeah, yeah she it has a like your shoulders like it. I do. It looks, yeah. it looks oh, it's short. It's crazy long. I did get a haircut, but I guess fuck me. <laughs> we don't care as much, Riley. Yeah, as, obviously. As, sorry. <laughs> obviously not. Hi, uh, I'm Brandon Lindsay, and I play Cecil McNamara. And today's question, culturally relevant question, what would be your character's Top Gun call sign? Ooh. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's like a nickname. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like Mouse over and Ice Man, Goose. Yeah, Sea Souls would be Slugger. Yeah, that that tracks. That's a good yeah. one. Or if y'all if if y'all want to if y'all have any ideas, uh, toss them out. But mm, Slugger like was Slugger. the first thing that came. to I mind. I do like Slugger's Slugger. pretty good. Yeah. Um, first thing that came to mind it was just really like Brian would be like, I have to come up with a fucking call. Okay, uh, I don't know. I'll be <laughs> I'll be that guy. You just call me that guy. Hey, that guy. <laughs> Well, who are you? Oh, my name's Danielle. I play Brian Tolkien, <laughs> a.k.a. that guy. That guy. There you go. <laughs> God, I have no idea. Okay, well, hi, my name is Andy Dinehart. I'm the voice of Victoria Hightower. Um, what's the... Oh, Annie Oakley. That's too long, though. So, you could be I'm Oakley. thinking... Oakley. You could be Oakley. Oakley. Yeah. Although, that might, be, that might be, like, the glasses instead. People might oh, misconstrue that. Yeah. I don't know. Because I was like, cowgirl isn't good enough, you know? Cow- no, cowgirl is not. No. She's not a cowgirl. That's what I'm modeling her after, though. She's like a modern cowgirl. I, I feel like we could call her like quick draw. Ooh. Quick draw. Quick draw. Danielle, that's so good. That's very oh, good. That's a oh, very I good one. I love that. That's such yeah, an honor. Yep, Thank yep. you. Quick draw. I love it. And my name's Riley Wesson. Uh, I am this campaign's dungeon master. And uh, I don't know. The first thing that popped in my head was Jester. Ooh. Nice. That's good. I was trying That's to think good. of something like that. that had to do with puns. Yeah. yeah. Puns, you know, clowning around, being goofy. <laughs> a clown boy. <laughs> clown. <laughs> clown boy, you got bogeys on your six. Oh clown God. boy going down. Roger that, that guy. Roger that. So, last session on D Hall and Dragons, the students headed down the brown sugar path in search of a way to the sour court. Along the path, they came across a group of animal crackers affected by some strange disease that left gray ooze coursing through their bodies. After some discussion, the students helped heal them with fire and a mix of magical medicinal practice. The animal crackers told them to keep following the path and they would reach the Sweet Court Castle, but along the way, they discovered an army of gingerbread goblins marching on the capital. The group rushed ahead to the castle to discover a group of frogmen manning the walls, but unfortunately, their main form of defense, an enormous cake golem, had been eaten away at and left as a crumbly mess. Without much time to discuss, they were enlisted to help defend the castle by Colonel Lollyhop, while Karlik assisted the court bakers in repairing the golem. 
After discovering that all that needed to be done was destroying the ladders, the gang handily protected the walls from waves of goblins. In a bit of downtime, they discovered Ariel, Queen of the Sweet Court, had also lost her flavor weapon, the Shortbow of Sweet. As Cecil summoned two more giant animals to join the already giant frog he had, they heard a crash up above and saw a maniacal staff-wielding goblin astride a giant peep atop the crumbling tower above them. And that's where we are now. So you guys are down in the courtyard, and you look up above, and this tower is probably about 50 feet up in the air. Um, as you guys have a giant Gertrude on your right, uh, a giant Fritz on your left, and a, a giant grape right in front of you, and uh, <laughs> Colonel Lollyhop uh, right next to you guys. Oh, jumping jelly beans! That's not good at all! Uh, as he looks up at the tower uh, and the the giant peep that is uh, scratching away at it. And you can already see up above that there are pieces of the tower that are starting to crumble and oh. it's like slightly starting to sway. Uh, and you assume that if, if that tower falls, that's going to be a, a great bit of damage to the castle itself. Uh, is that tower like accessible? Like, could we go inside and go upstairs? Uh, give me a luck check. I'm going to say if if you roll high enough, um, there might be a, a pathway in. Okay. Ah, no, seven. Yeah, no, it looks like as you go to look and observe, yeah. a big chunk of debris crashes down into the entryway at the bottom okay. uh, and blocks it up. Victoria just looks at the guys. How do we get up there fast? I look over to Fritz. <laughs> All right, buddy, let's go. Um, I'm going <laughs> to hop on the back of Fritz. Nice. Okay. So you guys can each hop on the back of one of these animals. Okay. I'll say for the sake of this, that grape has kind of like suction pads that can climb up <laughs> the tower wall. Um, so they have a flying speed of 30 feet, but they're not accustomed to carrying people. Yeah. So I'm going to say as you try and travel up the tower, you'll have to make animal handling checks to see how mm. far you can get up. If you roll above a 15, you can use their full speed. If you roll uh, between a 10 and a 15, you can use half their speed. Uh, and if you roll below a 10, you can only get 10 feet up. And as you are doing that, the goblin and the peep are going to be taking attacks on the tower and doing damage to it. So you want to try and get up to the top of this thing as quickly as possible, because once this tower hits zero, uh, it's going to crumble over and fall. Okay, well, Victoria takes out her like bundle of rope and she lassos it around. What's the flying snake's name? Gertrude. Gertrude. Cool. And so she kind of creates like a harness to hold on and like is going to try to fly up on Gertrude. It's basically like trying to ride a broomstick. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so, Brian, that leaves uh, a giant grape for you to hop atop. Um, I would, I would love to, to hop atop. All right. You <laughs> hop right. atop this giant frog. Uh, so, you each hop on the back of one of these giant animals, nice. and you start to try and scale this tower. In this <sighs> first turn, uh, everybody give me an animal handling check. <laughs> Excellent. 15. 25. Three. Three. Okay. So, Victoria, you make it up 10 feet. She's used to riding horses, not flying yeah. snakes. Not flying snakes, not so much. Uh, Cecil and Brian, you both make it up uh, 30 feet. But as you do, you hear <laughs> above you and you see chunks of chocolate start to fall. <laughs> and. I need you guys oh, no. 
Uh, you can make either animal handling or acrobatics checks to try and dodge this falling debris. I'm going to make an animal handling yeah, check. Yeah, animal I'm handling. I'm going to make an acrobatic check. 24. 19. 10. 10? 10. Victoria, you take 10 damage. Ah! Uh, so this tower takes a little bit of damage. You don't quite know how much, but you do, you do see debris falling atop you. And with this next round, uh, everyone give me animal handling checks again. Dirty 20. 22. 10. All right. You can travel 15 feet up instead of 10. So, Victoria, you are 25 feet up. You are halfway up this tower. Uh, and Cecil and Brian, you both crest the top as you look out and you see uh, there are like four columns kind of holding up the roof of this tower. And you see a goblin there with this wooden staff that has like cedar chips on the edge of it and like various kinds of uh, flowers and leaves. And then next to it, and he has kind of like this rough bark-like skin at the moment. Uh, and he is <laughs> cackling maniacally. No. Uh, and you see this gigantic <laughs> yellow peep that is just just poking at these uh, at these columns. And uh, behind them, you see this field of pink cotton candy spread out below you. And you see battles between gingerbread goblins and frogmen happening below as you guys reach the top. And as you do, uh, everybody roll me initiative. Yay. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, great. Five. 18. And 12. All right. Uh, as you guys reach the top, the peep and the goblin are going to do damage to the tower. Uh, so first, the peep is going to do 22 damage to oh. this tower. Oh, boy. It's not great. How much damage can this thing yeah. take? What, what do we have? Give me just a second. Let me also roll for the goblin. You see the goblin takes his spear and he's like muttering words under his breath. And he goes, thunder wave. And uh, this <laughs> burst of force comes out from him. And luckily, as you guys are cresting this, you are just outside of the range so that you don't actually take this attack. But the tower does. And so it's going to take 2d8 of damage. It's going to take eight more damage. And at this point, the tower is at 65 health. Okay. So, Cecil, that is going to be your turn. Okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and shove my hand in my pocket, and I'm going to pull out my gilded flower, and as I turn it in my wrist, a small little portal just sort of opens up, and you start hearing the, the fuming, angry grunts of Sebastian as he leaps into action uh, with his short sword. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds a bit maniacal like the goblin. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a good and, goblin impression. Um, how far away is the goblin? Uh, so yeah, as you get up to the top, this tower is probably has about like a 30-foot uh, a diameter. Um, and this goblin is just barely in the center of it, while the peep is kind of off to the side, pecking at the columns. Okay, I've got a range of 90 feet. I'm going to put Sebastian... Um, 30 feet away from the goblin and then the second that he appears and once it's his turn he's going to go ahead and use his bonus action to face step vroom, vroom, right across the surface of the tower and yeah. he's going to appear right behind or in front or wherever uh, right <laughs> next to the goblin and go ahead and make an attack alright yeah yeah you see you summon this portal on the other side of the tower and he steps out of this kind of like reddish gate uh, and you see his face is, is very scrunched and angry. Uh, and then 
uh, the second he appears, another portal appears in front of him, and he comes up right behind the goblin. I'm the maniacal one here! <laughs> and goes to stab him. Absolutely. And because he's fuming, after he face steps, he's got advantage on the next attack roll. Alrighty. That's really great. That was a two. Much better. That's a 16 plus seven to hit. Alright, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, that is six points of piercing damage and another six points of force damage. Alright. His rapier stabs into his side as the goblin cringes. Ah, no! What the? Hey, what are you doing here? Wheel and raises his staff as Sebastian appears behind him. And point of order, I'm still on uh, Fritz. We're going to be circling the tower. So we're, we haven't landed yet. We're, we're <laughs> okay. going to be flying and circling the tower. Uh, all right. That is going to be Victoria's turn. Uh, roll me an animal handling check. Uh, 13. 13. Okay. Yep. Uh, you make it up 15 more feet and uh, you are 10 feet below the edge of the tower at this moment. If I have a spell that has a range of 60 feet, would I be able to reach this guy? Does it require sight? Um, yes. Something you can see within range. Can I not see it? No, you cannot see it at the moment. Um, can I use my action to dash and try to get up further? Yeah, you can do that. Cool. Does that require another animal handling check? Uh, yes. Okay. Where's Karlik? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunate, but... It doesn't matter because all, all you needed was 10 more feet anyway. Okay. So yeah, you use uh, a dash action and Gertrude, this this snake is very skinny and not used to carrying anyone on its back. She's just like clenching with her thighs. It's literally like <laughs> four feet long. Trying and to just, hold on. Uh, and Cecil, you can hear Gertrude hissing, please spare me. No. <laughs> uh, and Victoria crests uh, the top of the side of the tower. Uh, and yeah, you step off onto the edge of the tower. Uh, and that is going to be the peep's turn. Fucking peep. It's still just going to focus on this tower, so it's going to take two attacks, with one with its talons and one with its beak. <laughs> it's a peep! It's made of marshmallow! I'm going to fucking toast it. <laughs> nice. It does 27 damage to the tower. Oh my god. We just got to get its attention. Yeah. Yeah, you guys hear creaking and cracking as more chocolate starts to chip away from these columns. And you see the one that the peep is attacking currently is starting to buckle under the weight uh, as this thing is just furiously just chirp, 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 and just slamming its face into the uh, the column. And that is going to be the druid's turn. And the druid... Yeah, yeah, it's going to take a few steps forward. Cecil, you are not in its range, but Brian, uh, Victoria, and Sebastian are going to be, and he is going to cast a second level Thunder Wave. Uh, So everybody make me a constitution saving throw. Ugh, I'm scared. 22. 13. 13? 13 is what you needed to make. Oh my god. What does Sebastian roll? Uh, 13. All right, nice. You guys are very lucky. Uh, he raises his staff and he says, Power of nature, be with me! And uh, cast Thunder Wave. And you guys are only going to take half damage. Uh, I rolled nine, so everybody takes five damage. And you feel as this force pushes at you, it starts to like physically push you back a little bit. And you are almost like pushed over the edge of this tower. Uh, but then you grit your teeth and stick your feet in and you manage to uh, hold your ground as you take a little bit of this force damage. Uh, But the tower is also going to take nine of that force damage. And so the tower is now sitting at 38 health. 
And that is going to be the top of the round. Cecil, your turn. Um, yeah, it's going to be cool if I do this. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm going to slowly pull my bat out from behind my back. Go, slugger, go. I'm going to direct Fritz to, like, airplane nosedive <laughs> towards the tower. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, yeah it's, it's a down-pitched quack, like, directly at the tower. Um, I'm going to leap off of Fritz and land on the tower. I'm going to look at the druid, and I'm going to say... Your storm is puny. And I'm going to slam my club down on the ground, and I'm going to call lightning. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Directly on top of this guy. Cool. What does he need to make? Dexterity saving throw. All right. And I need to make two. Come on. He rolled a natural 20. No. <laughs> okay, that's still half damage. The power of nature is on my side. <laughs> Not for long. It is 14 points of lightning damage. That is already divided by two. All right. And I, I rolled twice for wild magic, and I, I got a three and a, a 15. Nice. Thank you for remembering that. Uh, yeah, the lightning crashes down on this druid, and he is... Uh, but he still stands uh, he was, looking he was pretty bad. sorry, what was that? He was what? Thank you. Uh, nice. You see his skeleton uh, flash through through his outline as he is zapped. Could I direct Fritz to make an action... Ooh, yeah. Can we uh, use? Yeah, sure. Okay. How large is the peep? Uh, the peep's like probably eight feet tall. Okay. Uh. I'm gonna. It's duck on duck violence. I'm gonna send Fritz <laughs> <laughs> directly into the peep and try and pick up the peep with its beak and just toss fly it from the off building. the tower. Yes. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, WWE style <laughs> suplex the peep off the tower. <laughs> the gingerbread goblin said, hey, I didn't say anything about a cockfight. What's up with this? Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, all right. Roll me into attack roll. Okay. Come on, Fritz. You can do this, buddy. That's a natural 20. Hell for a yes. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Um, this peep is just peck, 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 attacking this column. And then all of a sudden, Fritz just grabs it from behind, like wraps its wings around and then just does like a suplex behind him. Um, <laughs> Off the top rope. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Fritz just flies up behind it, grabs it and then just just dives down with <laughs> with the peep. You just see them both just disappear over the edge. Uh, and then, yeah, you just hear In a sacrificial quack, moment quack, quack, uh, coming from the side. Oh. And that's going to be Fritz's attack. Fritz! <laughs> it's um, and that's going to be the end of Cecil's turn. I completely forgot. Brian, you yeah, had a turn after I, the druid. I assumed there was so like sorry. a reason. Oops, I was so like, I'm sorry. I, I assumed no, maybe no, I was in jail. That's just me. Great. That's just my mistake. <laughs> cool. Great. I just wanted to teach you a lesson. Yeah, I've, it's uh, been taught. Yeah, Brian, that's your attack. Great. Um, so Brian is watching uh, Cecil do this whole, you know, or Fritz do this whole grapple attack uh, plan and all that kind of jazz. Um, yep. Brian would like our dear giant frog friend, Grape, to do the exact same. <laughs> to the goblin? <laughs> yeah, to yes. the goblin. <laughs> and try to all right. grapple and toss. Okay, Roman <laughs> attack roll. Okay, great. It's a 15. That is going to miss. Uh, Grape tries to wrap its tongue around uh, around the goblin, but it just can't quite get a hold because of this rough texture, and it uh, slurps its tongue back in. Uh, but you can still take your attack. Cool. So I'm going to um, cast Bless on Cecil and Victoria. Nice. Um, which can add a d4 to your attack roll or a saving throw. Oh, nice. Yeah. You look around you and you're like, fuck, I really hope we can get through this. Uh, and you 
rest your hand on the little journal at your side and it kind of glows next to you. Uh, and Cecil and Victoria, you feel just like a little a little calming presence and a bit more sure of yourselves as Brian casts this I spell. I can do this. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, and would you like to move anywhere or? Um, nope, not at this point. I'm good where I'm at. Okay. You remain on the edge of the tower as the, the sounds of battle rise up behind you. Uh, and that will be Victoria's turn. Okay, I have a really stupid idea. Fire away. <laughs> um, seeing Fritz take one for the team and watching Grape try to do something similar, Victoria is going to just steal herself and she's going to rush the goblin and try to grapple him and fall off the side of the building with him. <laughs> and as she's... If I hit, then she's going... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, wait, yeah. that's that's a grapple's an action. So wait, this probably wouldn't work. It's an um, action, yeah. Because I'll say for the I sake want... of it, because this is dope as hell, yes. I'll yes. say if you, if you make this, you have enough of a running start that uh-huh. you can tackle him off the side. Well, what I'm trying to do is when we're I falling... I know what you're trying to do. Okay, cool. I know thanks. what you're trying to okay, do. Okay, okay, okay. So, I know exactly what you're trying to um, do. So it's just an unarmed strike, right? Yeah. But I have Bless, so I can add a d4. Yes, you do. <sighs> Don't fail me. Okay, okay. Oh my god, that's great. That's a 19. Cecil and Brian, you both see Victoria just bend down shoulder forward, just body checks this goblin in the middle of the tower. Uh And he goes, yeah, nature, what the fuck? Gets caught right in the gut and Victoria charges with him over the side of the tower and you see them both just fall off. And like six seconds later, poof, she reappears on top. (laughs) <laughs> I cast Dimension Door as we're falling, and I let the goblin fall. Yes! Yeah, Victoria, you are hurtling through the air, <laughs> and the goblin says, at least I took one of you down with me as you're falling. <laughs> Cecil runs over to the edge and is like, Victoria! <laughs> yeah. I'm looking down into the, like, the exactly. fog below in, or whatever. Yeah, in, into the fog of war below. You <laughs> yeah. see Aww. the dust of, you see the On sugar dust rising. And yeah, Victoria, as you fall, this goblin is, like, cursing at you. And you just flip him off yep. and then snap. Yes. And this, this door just sucks you up and you appear right at the top of the tower like right behind cecil right behind like, cecil as he's on his knees yo oh God, you you went off the tower yeah i did pretty cool huh brian just goes that was cool as fuck and then as you guys high five you hear yes okay let's go and this peep rises back up fuck this peep uh, and crests over the side and you see fritz behind it definitely battered a little bit i'm gonna say they've both taken 15 damage in their fight below also how tall is this tower uh it's 50 feet tall okay so if i threw the goblin off can i roll fall damage for him uh sure yeah yeah so what would that be do it uh that would be 5d6 5d6 one i think yeah is it a D10 for 10 feet of fall It damage? is D10. It oh, is D10. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're right. 5 D10. Three, four, five. It blows my mind that anyone has 5 D10 to physically roll. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Andy. Yep. Our little goblin. <laughs> In her own right. That's your call sign. Goblin. Oh. Well, it's Andy's, goblin. Call oh, Andy's call sign. Andy's call that's Andy's call sign. Andy's call sign. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, 27 points of damage. You know in your heart of hearts that this goblin dies on impact. Yes! <laughs> just, <laughs> you get, yeah, yeah you, you appear right behind Cecil and you're like, dude, and you just hear below, ah, and it, as it hits the ground. God uh, And yeah, this peep rises up 
And I'm going to say it, it took its action to fly back up um, with Fritz behind it, but it is landed on the side of the tower as uh, you hear the cries of war beneath you. She just turns and whips out her shotgun. She's just ready for the next thing. Uh, and Brian, that's going to be your turn. Great. Uh, I'm going to grasp my trusty staff uh, and I'm going to cast burning hands and try to roast this fucking peep because yes! I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is the save it needs to make? Um, it is uh, dex 13. All right. It rolls a unnatural 20. Oh, so it will succeed, uh, but you can still do the half damage. Riley, I rolled for that fourth level spell. I got a nine. Okay, great. Uh, half damage is nine. Half damage is nine. All right. Uh, as you cast this, the peep uh, is burned and singed, still looking pretty fine, but the tower behind it does not, as your burning hands is an area of effect spell and burns some more of the tower, and it takes 18 damage, uh, and the tower is now, you guys feel it kind of wobbling Ah. beneath you uh, ever so slightly. And that brings us to Cecil's turn. I'm going to nod towards Brian, and I'm going to go, nice. But I don't think he can handle some more (laughs) damage. (laughs) Brian puts his hood up. (laughs) I hold my baseball bat out like a lightning rod, and a beam of lightning channels through me and into the bat and shoots off Sith-style towards this peep. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, you, you, you point out this bat, and you feel this energy crackling in you, and then... It just shoots out straight across and nails this peep. Uh, what does it need to make? Uh, dexterity saving throw. 15. That is the save, so it'll take half damage. Uh, no, no, sorry. It, I was just saying the save is 15. It rolled another natural 20. Jesus no. fucking Christ. Well, I'm rolling real hot tonight, y'all. Stop it. I never roll this well for myself. Curse no. your dice. I'm going to need you to stop it. <laughs> Respectfully. <Sorry>. 11 <laughs> points of lightning damage. All right. Uh, then, you guys are slowly uh, chipping away at this peep. Can I direct Fritz to make another attack? Sure. Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's a 17 to hit. That'll hit. That is 10 points of slashing damage. Hell yeah. You see little bits of marshmallow starting to bleed out from its wings uh, as as Fritz <laughs> scratches it uh, on a pass. And uh, would you like to do anything else? Uh, you hear next to you. What, what what about me? Uh, and you see Sebastian standing next oh. to you. Uh, like Sebastian had to be dispelled because it's concentration oh, for yeah. call lightning. Fuck me, so. I guess. Oh. Bye-bye. Sorry, sorry, Sebastian. No, so Sebastian's just like sitting there. He's not even, because it's his world, so he's just sitting there hanging yeah, out now. Yeah, so he's just like. I can't command him. Just moping. I legally can't take part in this battle anymore. <laughs> legally, I'm not responsible for anything that happens now. <laughs> All right, cool. That's the end of your turn. Victoria, that brings us to you. Amazing. Um, I have forgotten about uh, Gertrude this whole time. You did. So I think I'm gonna have Gertrude make a bite attack. Yes. Okay. Roll the hit. So take a snack, Gertrude. Oh, that's a natural twenty. Yeah. Hell yes. Gertrude has recovered uh, and, yes. and caught she her was breath. She just in the corner, after. like. <sighs> that's why she didn't attack the first yeah. two turns. She was yeah. just <sighs> catching her wind. Okay, so that's five piercing damage and ten poison damage. All right. And then as it's being accosted by Gertrude and Fritz, Victoria just like, she's just feeling so powerful right now. And the guys just literally see like her eyes just like crackle with this like black silver energy. And she walks up with a hand outstretched and she's going to go and grab the peep. 
and she's going to cast Bestow Curse. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. Wisdom save a 14. Fuck it up. Really hoping this is not a wise peep. Roll the three. Yes! Oh, yes! yes! That peep is dumb as shit. The uh, curse works. <laughs> I rolled an eight for wild magic, and I am... Brian says that, and the peep <laughs> kind of looks down sadly a little bit. <laughs> While cursed, the target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each of its turns. If it fails, it wastes an action that turn doing nothing. Hell yeah. So it's essentially right. stunned. Yeah, you guys see Victoria walk up and place a hand on this peep, and it just, like, shudders, and Victoria, is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn, because it's concentration, she just holds. Cool, that is the peep's turn, it's gonna make a wisdom saving throw. That peep is dumb as shit? It rolled a 15. No! Uh, It's getting smarter with age. (laughs) It's rage fuels it as it hears Brian mock it once more, uh, and... I'm going to say it's going to go for Victoria yeah, after for it. It, after you just placed your hand on it. Uh, it's going to take two attacks on you. Okay. First attack is going to miss. Second attack is a natural 20. Yeah. Cool. Oh, boy. Motherfucker. Oh, God. Um, God, I'm, I'm rolling so hot tonight. Uh, so that is going to be 4d8 of slashing damage. Cool, 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 cool. cool. cool, cool. As its talons rake into you. You take 24 damage yeah. as this peep rears up and just scratches you straight down the front. And Brian, that's your turn. You feel the tower shaking slightly underneath your feet. And you hear the cries of goblins and frogmen from below. For, for the sweet court, down with sweet. Uh, and this giant peep is being accosted on all sides. Uh, and what would you like to do? Um, I would like our dear friend Grape to, you know, he's been working hard. I would like him to have a snack and try to bite into this fucker. <laughs> all right, roll attack roll for Grape. There's a 19. That'll hit. Five damage. And uh, the target is grappled. Uh, yeah. Uh, Grape just chomps down on this peep. Good boy, Grape. And it's just, it's just having the worst day right now. And Brian, that's your turn. I want to cast Branding Smite. Ooh. And I want to uh, run this fucker through is what I want to do. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, all right. You can't make the attack with advantage because it's being, gra- it's being grappled by Grape. It's being grappled. It's being grappled. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. Um, okay. Grape winks at you. Uh, that is a natural 20. Yes! Oh my yes! gosh! Yes! Oh, this is wild. All this right, roll me, uh, roll me your double damage. Okay. Um, that is a d- damage of 18. Brian, you run this thing through and pull out your sword, and as you do, uh, more marshmallow just starts to pour out of the side of it as it <laughs> squawks in pain. Fucking hate peeps. <laughs> Easter was never my uh, shit. Make me a dexterity saving throw real quick. No. That's an eight. <laughs> yeah, you get a little bit of marshmallow on you. Damn. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't no, really yeah. do anything, but you, you just get you're just your arms like kind of sticky so. now. I thought that was gonna happen. Roasty okay, toasty. Lick it off again. Yeah, I, uh, I lick right. it off. Yeah. Cecil, that's your turn. Uh y'all know that scene in Thor Ragnarok where <laughs> yes. Thor like cowers up at the very end and he like leaps into the air and music starts playing. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Again, using my baseball bat as a lightning rod, I'm going to leap up to the air. And as I bring it down, I'm going to call lightning directly on top of this peep's head. All right. Yes. All right. uh, It it rolled a 12. That is going to be full damage. You see it look up and its eyes widen and goes, (laughs) as lightning crashes down on top of it. Uh, That is 
uh, 27 points of lightning damage. <laughs> Motherfucker! Cecil, show your work. Yes! Yeah, I I whispered it to Grape uh, telepathically, because he can understand me. I say, get out of here. Cecil, in your head, you hear Grape say, I fight for you, brother. <laughs> uh, I leap up into the air um, and bring the bat directly down on top of the peep, and as soon as I connect... This bolt of lightning channels directly through my body, and it enters the entirety of this peep's body as it is lit from within. A bluish ball of electricity begins crackling out, and little like blobs of molten peep splatter against the walls. For a second, it becomes a blue peep, and then yeah. just yeah. evaporates. This sugary viscera is now raining down on all of us. Victoria sees this and you runs hear, over you... to Brian and like throws a shield up. To like stay behind <laughs> it so we don't get shocked with molten marshmallow. Brian pulls his hoodie over his face. Yeah. yeah. You all get covered in marshmallow goo. Amazing. I look down at the remains and I go, peep that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. Slugger uh, out. Slugger out. Yeah. God. Uh, yeah, you guys have successfully defended this tower. It's still definitely a little creaky, but it seems for the time being that it will hold. And uh, everyone give me a perception check real quick. 13. 21. 8. <laughs> okay. Victoria, you're still a little uh, preoccupied. Yeah. Uh, Cecil and Brian, you noticed that before Victoria tackled the druid off of the tower, she caught him so off guard that he dropped his staff. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Yep. I'm going to go over and I'm going to pick up the staff. Yes. All right. I already have one. That's fair. Yeah, Cecil, you pick up this staff and it is... I I, I say like a (laughs) nine-year-old. You look at this staff and it seems to be... It seems kind of out of place in the sweet court because it seems to be real wood. Um, And it doesn't seem to be a staff that is like carved. It appears to have been like just naturally grown. You see roots and bark that is kind of twirled and intertwined uh, that at the edge comes out in like slight little branches that again have like all kinds of different leaves on the edge of them. And if you'd like, you can add the staff of the woodlands to your inventory. Yes. Ooh. They picked the right audience, you know. <laughs> if Brian had grabbed that, he would have been like, Meh. doesn't seem like a match. Not really my vibe. <laughs> the vibes feel off, man. So yeah, you you guys look out and you see again this field of battle spread out below you. Uh, but it looks like for the time being, things are kind of in control here at the castle. Uh, so you can climb down the tower and go to the courtyard if you'd like. Victoria just goes over to Gertrude and pets her and just like doesn't like climb on her, but like holds on and has her fly her down. <laughs> like a rope. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a trolley system. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a little easier for her. I don't know. Yeah. Gertrude, under less duress, uh, sli- slowly lowers you down to the ground below. Brian uh, Brian walks up to Grape and goes, listen, I don't know if you like Marshmallow, but that was cool as hell. And like climbs up on him to go down to the courtyard. Grape licks up a little bit of Marshmallow. Nice. Cool. Fritz flutters down and I pet his, pet his feathers. Why? Good boy. Good boy. Why? Okay. Well, seems like we're kind of back to square one. They seem to be bottlenecked pretty well on the bridge, and they don't seem to be getting past the defenses, so... Is the cake golem done by now? Uh, as you reach down to the courtyard, 
It appears that they're kind of starting to put the finishing touches on them. You see them putting cookies over for eyes uh, and making like a little mouth for it. And a giant Twizzler. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah a giant Twizzler <laughs> for like uh, for like a chain weapon. Um, and then like an enormous Jolly Rancher for a shield. Uh, and they're like slowly crafting everything. Karlik looks at you and says, uh, yeah, we're... We're almost done. Uh, I think we're we're getting kind of close to that point. Um, how are you guys doing health wise? Do you need any? I, I can. I still got some healing spells on me. If you need, I would listen, um, Carlic. That would be really great. I would be fine with that. Okay. Cool. 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 Um. So Carlic is going to, for the for the time being, he's going to roll three first level cure wounds, and he's just going to divvy up that okay. that healing yeah, as that needed. And I'm gonna cast. Uh, uh, he he he's still got, he's like uh, don't don't worry don't worry I I still I still got a few more. Cause I can, I, well, cause no no I'm, no 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 it's, no, it's no, okay. It's, it's okay. It's, 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 I mean, no, hey, sorry, no, you go. I mean, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. No, no, I've been working on this. You guys are out there on the battlefield. Don't worry. I I still got some healing spells. Uh, here, and he's gonna cast uh, a second level cure wounds for Victoria. Great. That brings me back up to full. Back up to good. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, yeah, so I think we, uh, we almost got everything taken care of up here. Um, but yeah, just a few more touches and I think we'll have this, this cake golem up and running. Is there anything we anything can, we do, can to do to help? Yeah. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Um, I mean, it's kind of intricate stuff unless you have a lot of experience with, with baking and that kind of thing. It's sure. Uh, no, no offense, but you guys might just be a bit more in the way than, than helpful at this point. I really appreciate it though. Um, and as you guys are asking this, you hear up on the parapets, Colonel Lollyhop say, uh-oh, I think we have a problem. Oh, no. I get up. I, I start climbing. We're like out of spells, dude. Okay, yeah. Start climbing and, and looking at what's going on. Yeah, same. All right. You run up to the top and Lollyhop points out and you see about 100 feet out in the middle of the plane. There seems to be a big circle that is not currently being fought on. It looks like the forces of the gingerbread goblins are keeping the frogmen at bay. And you see in this circle, there are like 10 hooded gingerbread goblins uh, that have etched out markings in this big circle. It looks like they're trying to cast some kind of summoning spell. Oh, shit. It's the Nazgul. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can we like distract them? Uh, I mean, we don't have any really long-range weaponry on us right now. We would have to get out there and take the fight to them. How far out are they? Uh, they are about 100 feet away. How can we get there quickly? Wait, wait, wait. I can do something. What? Um, I, uh, I cast Magic Missile. Okay. Can I reach 100 feet? I can reach 120 feet. That's amazing! I want to break up the party. Do it! You're taking an attack on these things? Uh, yeah, I'm taking an attack on these things. Feels like a bad idea, but I'm doing it. Okay. Um, as you were doing this, uh, they are going to start making ritual checks. Oh, we need to get out there. Yeah, we just need to go. There are 10 of them currently. At the moment, they have to pass a DC of a 20 wisdom check. For each of them, they add a plus one. So after you take this attack, uh, they will make a ritual check. So we should get out there first. Yeah, we should go out there first. Honestly, yeah. like it's not going to do enough damage for it to be worth it at a distance. All right, so you guys want to start running out there? Victoria is going to pull out the robe of useful items. All right. And I think I have it. Yeah, she's going to pull off a patch that has a horse on it and throw it onto the ground, and she's basically summoning a steed. 
Okay. A riding nice. horse. Yeah, you place it down, and uh, out of this patch rises a graham cracker horse. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Uh, and it bows its head to you. She, like, bareback climbs up on it with, like, ease and reaches her hand down to the guys. Um, I've still got Fritz. Oh, you do? Okay, so Brian, come um, on. I'm, I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast a second level Cure Wounds on Fritz. Oh. Victoria's got Gertrude, like, wrapped around her neck, kind of just, like, resting. <laughs> yeah. It's like a big feather boa wrapped around your your uh, your neck. She, like, just kind of trails around her, and, like, she's got her head on her shoulder. Brian, what would you like to... Would you like to ride with Victoria, or would you like to do something else? I feel like it's rude to reject Victoria's offer, so I'm Thank gonna... You. I'm gonna take her hand and, and hop up. Yeah, she'll pull Brian up behind her. All right. As you guys do this and and mount your steeds, um, Lalia Hop holds up an orange stone. We'll we'll keep in contact and we'll we'll let you know when we uh when we have the the cake golem up and running. Okay, okay. And she's gonna hold the orange stone to it so that they can sync. You guys connect Great. Bluetooth style. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, you you hear Bluetooth paired successfully. <laughs> uh, <laughs> orange tooth. <laughs> Great. So she's gonna grab the mane of this graham cracker horse and take off. All right, yeah, Lollyhop runs down the stairs down into the courtyard and is conferring with the bakers, uh, and Brian and Victoria take off on the back of this horse as Cecil does on Fritz, and you guys full-on Helm's Deep charging out. Let us die together, brothers. Uh, Leap over this barricade and start riding over. I I was going to say, before I even start flying out there, I'm going to go ahead and cast another Call Lightning Nice. Center directly on top of this ritual space. What is the range of that? 120 feet. Yes. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, I'll say you can get. I'll say you can get two of them. It is a 60 foot radius. It's a wait. What? That's right. It's a 60 foot radius centered above a point He's where you mad. can see within range. So I, depending on how big the radius is, it can. It's going to get all of them. It'll I only gotta... attack. It'll only get five. Uh, people who are in five feet like it'll only strike at a point mm. and get people who are within five feet of that point but it covers a 60 foot radius so that's 120 feet across okay the storm cloud is is a 60 foot radius but i don't think the lightning attacks everyone in a 60 foot radius no 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 yeah yeah it only attacks one target okay yeah and then as soon as i cast it i'm gonna go ahead and make it strike at least one person okay and then every six seconds we take to get over there i'm gonna just fire another strike. Nice. All right. I'm going to say the roll a dexterity save. That's a four. Yes. That's 22 points of lightning damage for the first attack. Okay. Uh, this is not, it does not kill them. The mage is pretty hardy. Okay. Uh, it, it nearly does though. Nice. And then as you take this attack, you, you charge out on Fritz right behind Victoria and Brian as you guys leap over these goblins uh, and they are going to make a ritual check. Um, That's okay. That's okay. Actually, you know what? Uh, One of you guys roll me a d20. I want you to build the suspense. So currently a 10 or higher, and they will pass this ritual. Four. Yes. Four. Okay. All right. Uh, So the ritual does not work for this turn, but you guys charge out. I've never been so happy to roll a four in my life, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, what's the horse's speed? Do you know? Um, It's a normal riding horse, so I'm assuming 60? 60 for a normal... I mean, we're talking like max speed. Yeah. Yeah. Speed is 60 feet. Yeah. So yeah, you can, if you take a dash action, you guys can get out there immediately. Yeah, why not? 
Why not? Um, Let's go. Do it. You are charging through this battle. Yes. Uh, so I will say for each 10 feet you guys travel, you can possibly take an attack of opportunity. So I'm going to roll a d10. Okay. Um, and see how and many And whatever take. I roll, okay. whatever I roll, yeah, will be how many hit you guys. And again, these are just like still just wimpy goblins, so yeah. they're not going to be doing like 3d8 damage to you. That's true. They're going to roll a d10. I rolled a 10. No, you did not. Um, Let's go. I did, I did roll a 10. <laughs> Soak um, up that damage. Really sorry. Wait, okay. Question. Uh, question. Because yes, we are up yes. on a horse, does that mean the horse is taking the attack of opportunity or Brian and I are taking the attack of opportunity? Ooh, good point. Because um, they're gingerbread goblins, so they're short. It can be the horse. Yeah, man. Okay. It's going to get us as far as it can get us, and then we're going to run the rest of the way. All right. All going to be on foot in the middle of an entire army. I mean... Uh, okay, so the horse the horse has 13 hit points. Oh. Um, oh, no. So okay, first no 10 mind, feet... No mind, no mind, it can hit us, it can hit nope, us. Nope, 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 we already no. established. Four, first it, 10 Victoria. feet. Uh, first 10 feet, it takes six damage. You guys travel another 10 feet. Horse girl, fail. It takes seven damage. Uh, yeah. This horse... <laughs> crashes oh, I'm down. I'm sorry, but we would have been taking that damage. That's okay. We're gonna we're gonna dash. Okay. Uh, so you guys <sighs> from there dash 60 feet. This time I roll a, a d6. Okay. See how many hit you. I rolled a six. Mm. Riley. Riley. Lie. I'm so sorry. Riley. I'm so sorry. I'm rolling Riley, so well tonight. First. I'm gonna need you to get up, walk away from the mic, and then come back and reset, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go outside, spit right. three times, spit. Uh, first attack. Spit on the ground, and uh, then first attack is three damage. Okay. Wait, Second how about attack this? is one damage. Can can we split He's that up between the, the two damage. of us? Is it three damage each, no. or is it just attacking one of us? No, it's, you're taking you know, damage. It's, it's Y'all chose to you guys ride are both in the middle damage. of an army. Hey, you listen, guys are both taking Bridget, damage. Bridget, whose side are you on? I'm on myself and Fritz's side right now, above the army. So three damage, one damage, four damage. Okay, so that's eight okay. damage currently. That's three attacks. Two damage, another two damage, twelve total. And three damage. So you guys take 15 damage total. Not bad. Uh, but you are only 20 feet away from this ritual right now. And Cecil, are you flying over, I guess? or If his max speed is 30 feet and it takes us three rounds to get there, I'm doing strikes every every 30 feet. Yes. Fritz can take a dash action and get you 60 feet. Sure. Cool. Uh, since you are flying, you will still take attacks from projectiles, but I'm going to say it's going to be divided by half. So I'll say I'll roll a d6 and divide it by two. Okay. Okay, so I only rolled a two. Uh, so Fritz takes three damage as a stray javelin phew, flies up and clips his wing. And Cecil, you can take your call lightning if you'd like. Yeah, go ahead and on that same guy that I first mm-hmm. attacked, I'm going to go ahead and just bring down another. All right, he rolled a three. Good lord. <laughs> That's 26 points of lightning damage. Oh, jeez. I'm rolling ridiculously well on the damage for this. You really are. Uh, because he only had like three health left, I'll say the rest of that gets transferred to another one next to him. Nice. Sure. Uh, so it crashes down on him and it jolts off to the one off to the side. And he, uh, so that one takes a hefty amount of damage How as well. How many are there total? There are nine now. Oh, yeah, nine because now. Cecil did destroy one. Uh, so now... Because they are doing the ritual each round, the difficulty for it will drop. Uh, so I'm going to say now it's a DC of 18, but they only have a plus nine to the wisdom. So somebody roll me a D20. I'm not doing it. If they roll a it. nine or higher, the ritual succeeds. That's a that's a one. Yes. Oh, that's oh a my one. God. That is All a natural right. one. Yeah. Um, they are like disturbed by this storm cloud that's overhead and this lightning that is suddenly dropping around them. Uh, and the ritual fails this round. 
uh, but it will drop to 16 next round. But that brings us to uh, Victoria and Brian. You hear the clash of battle all around you. You see a gingerbread goblin falls right at your feet. And a frogman leaps over your head to it's attack like another the, one. The upper torso of a gingerbread man, like <laughs> crawling away. Yeah, yeah, one's just crawling, <laughs> and you see a frogman just. Gimli and Legless running through and counting. Exactly, and like, running through a cotton candy field. Um, and you guys are only 20 feet away from this ritual circle. Um, can I get as close to as many of them as possible? The radius of this circle, it is about like a 15 foot radius. Okay. So it's, it's about the same size as the tower you guys were fighting on. Yes. It's a 30-foot diameter uh, circle. So you run up. Each one is about five feet apart Perfect. from each other. So yeah, you can run up 20 feet and you are next to a goblin in this ritual circle. You should not have said they were five feet apart from each other, Riley. You should not have said that. Because <laughs> that makes it easier for me. Yeah, I know. Um, but you will take two attacks uh, from goblins. Okay. So I'll roll a d4 and divide it by two. I rolled a four. So you take four damage, uh, another four damage. So you take eight damage total as you run forward, uh, both you and Brian running into this fray. If I have a 10 foot radius for a spell, I want to get at least two or three people if possible. You can get two. Yeah. Okay. She's going to cast Shatter. Okay. Are you casting it next to one of the goblins that Cecil got? No. You want you want two fresh ones? Yes, two fresh ones. Okay. Constitution of 14. 14. Uh, one rolled a 14, the other rolled a four. Okay, so half and full. So 13 full, what is that half? Seven? That is seven. You step in and uh, the, you hear these goblins going, uh, <laughs> muttering this is some kind of You're arcane language. Yes. <laughs> and you yeah. crash in between the two of them. Uh, and uh, Brian, that's your turn. Yep. Or actually, uh, Victoria, could you roll me a uh, uh, wild magic, mm-hmm. please? 13. 13. All right. Brian, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to win. Um, I. That's, that's fair. I, I would can like to win that. at D um, Excuse me. I would like to win. Um, okay. I'm gonna cast Sanctuary on uh, Victoria. Okay. As my that's a bonus action. What does that do? Um, so that wards you against an attack. Yeah, you cannot be attacked. They have to make a Wisdom saving throw to try and attack you. Oh, thank you. You shared your steed, so I feel like it's repaying the favor. <laughs> and also, like we're friends and shit, or whatever. So. Um, <laughs> We're going to go for dueling damage, melee damage. Okay. Are you attacking one that has already been hurt or are you attacking fresh goblins? Um, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, fresh goblins is an interesting term. Um, I'm going to go for fr- one fresh goblin and I'm going to try and double damage. Okay. We got fresh goblin for sale. Fresh <laughs> goblins, fresh get goblins your, for get sale. Get your fresh hot goblin. Get your fresh goblins. Uh, first one's a natural 20 with the rapier. Uh, oh my uh, And the dagger is a 19. All right. And you can take both of the attacks with your rapier. Oh, great. Uh, first one is 18. Second one is eight. Uh, yeah. You stab one of these goblins uh, and pierce it through the side and it uh, it dies. Um, Bye, bitch. So we're down to eight? So they are down to eight goblins currently. Oh. And three of them are, are injured. Okay. Uh, and Cecil, that's your turn. You are still 60 feet away from this ritual circle. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna fly another sixty feet using using Fritz. All right. Um, once I get up to the circle, I'm going to bonus action summon my spirit totem, taking the form of okay. a hawk, as it 
flies down kind of in a spiral. <laughs> Actually, as I call lightning, the hawk spirit flies down and around the column of lightning yep. and rests upon Brian's shoulder as uh, the lightning itself shoots off in another way and strikes another... A goblin. <laughs> another goblin. And if they are five feet away from each other, then I can get two at a time. If not, that's totally okay, because you didn't specify that beforehand, and I'll totally I, take I that didn't, out. Yeah, that's, that's I wasn't totally playing fine. with that beforehand, so I'm going to say no. Victoria got that, lucky no, no, and got that, the two that were closest. Totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you got the two that were like four feet away from each other. They were like yeah. kind of friends with each other, and they were sort of like talking in between the ritual, and then they just They had like a secret relationship like behind bracelets. the scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jim and Bill. Jim and Bill got destroyed. Oh, what a shame. Oh, Jim and Bill. They were going to get a house together. Oh. And history will say they were friends. I was just going to say that. <laughs> well, can I, if I'm not able to get both, can I finish off the one that I previously got? Yes. Yes, you okay. can. Uh, it rolled oh. 10. Uh, 14 points of lightning damage. Yep. You evaporate another one. They are down to seven goblins. The DC is 16. Um, Victoria, you have not rolled yet. Uh, roll me a d20 for this ritual. Well, I don't want to. A 10. I'm sorry. 10 that is going to be a 17 for the ritual the dc was 16 this turn Ugh. you guys are in the middle of this circle so it's only one success though right oh no they just had to succeed once no yeah. no yeah. fuck he's gonna kill us you hear this arcane language and you see this bubbling underneath the surface of this ritual circle and you see this gray ooze and as you as you look in the middle of the ritual circle the gray ooze you see Fuck. what appears to be like a giant mass of gelatin <gasps> just a big old pile in the middle but you see this gray ooze seeping from each of these goblins and it enters this gelatin and it starts to bubble on the ground and you hear this as Smoke clears, and you see above you, 15 feet tall, a giant gummy owl bear that has formed, and you see it roar, gray ooze pulsing through it, and you, it smells so putrid around you guys. It is, like, rank. You can see, like, flies buzzing around this thing. And like pieces of of gelatin, like just dripping off of it, and you you see all the goblins just and like they just all scatter as this gummy bear and starts to slowly plod forward. And as this happens, you Victoria, you feel the vibrating of your orange stone in your pocket, uh, and you pull it out, and Carl goes, battle. "Holy shit! What what the fuck was that?" It's a big gummy owlbear thing. Is the cake oh, ready? Oh shit! Please, please, please say yes. It's all okay. Okay, okay. It's almost ready. Uh, We're almost there. Garlic. All right. You guys need to hold this thing back. All right. You need to hold it back. Keep it away from the walls. For how long? Until I can get this thing completed. All right. We're really close. So how this is gonna work? <laughs> uh, this gummy bear is gonna be slowly plodding its way towards the castle. I'm gonna say if you guys can do enough damage to it, you can slow its movement. It has a movement speed of 30, uh, but if you do enough damage, you can slow it down. And each turn, at the end of the turn, Karlik will make a uh, cooking check for this golem. The DC starts off at 25, but he has a plus 7 to his cooking ability. 
uh, and each turn, if you make a high enough check, uh, it will lower the DC by three, two, or one, depending on what you roll. Um, but uh, with that, everyone roll me initiative. I have three spell slots. Yeah, two I'm guys. so fucked. Like, I don't have... Oh. Uh, I, that's I, a natural 20. Must be nice. Because, sure. Nine. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 18. I've got something really badass. I really hope so, because... Because I'm fucked. I'm yeah. Struggle bus in. So the smoke and the dust has cleared as this giant uh, gummy owl bear has been summoned. And it's like, again, like 15 feet tall. This thing is huge. Uh, and you see the gray ooze pulsing through its veins, through its, um, through its translucent skin. Uh, and the cotton candy is like, the, as it's walking, the co- you see the cotton candy like wilting around it uh, as it steps forward slowly. <laughs> And Cecil, that's your turn. You're up first. Come on, Cecil. Let's go. Do it, do it, oh do boy. it, do it, do it, do it. I will direct Fritz to go into a nosedive aimed directly at the owl bear. <laughs> All right. The cloud above me begins to dissipate as I get ready to kick off of Fritz, <gasps> propelling myself directly towards the owl bear. I put my baseball bat in my off hand as I crunch up leaves yes. in my left. And as I kick myself off into a nosedive, a flamed blade appears as I hit the back of the owl bear, and I'm gonna try and make a carving. I'm gonna cast flame blade at fourth level. Oh my uh, god! Holy shit! Fuck. Oh my god! I'm going to stab the flame blade in the back, carving down the backside of the owl bear. Yeah, like like sliding down the back of it. Yeah, and then taking my offhand baseball bat and smacking it on the spinal cord as well. Hell yeah. Um, I'll see you can get advantage on both of those attacks. Because that's, that's badass as hell. Cool as awesome. You've got the assistance from Fritz just diving in. And yeah, you raise this blade and just carve down the side of it. And then you use your bat to like stick into the side and like start to climb your way uh, back up. I am going to go ahead and roll for a wild match before I forget. Yep. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It, we were due. We were due. Yeah, we were due. It's that's been a, a while. while. No. That's a, that's a while. <laughs> yeah, it, it All right. Oh, no. uh, roll me that wild magic surge. That's a 60. 60? We've done that before. You haven't. Can it double the damage that I do for the next 10 minutes? No, uh, but you cast this and some of the flames like spin off and they start to float next to you. And a spectral shield appears next to you, and you have a plus two to your AC <gasps> for the uh, for the next minute. Oh, that's pretty that's great! That's so cool. That's awesome. Okay. Yes. Okay. So first attack with the flame blade, a twenty-four to hit. Definitely hits. And then for my shillelagh, natural one. That's uh, seventeen to hit. That will also hit, just barely. Ooh, just barely. Okay. <laughs> so that just is ha, nice. really? barely. <laughs> I-, I will barely. <laughs> That is 17 points of fire damage plus six points of bludgeoning damage. You carve down with this blade and stick it with your with your bat. And you hear particularly as you slam this flame blade in this guttural roar erupt from it. The flame, as you stick it into the side, it touches some of the gray ooze and you see some of the ooze start to evaporate. And the second this flame blade slams into the side, you immediately feel this gummy owlbear lurch, and it starts to slow a little bit. Great. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and stay on its back. Um, 
Fritz, I'm going to direct Fritz to just go and try and pick off any of the remaining goblins that summoned. <gasps> All right. Yeah. Fritz is just just attacking goblins like, ah, run away. <laughs> it's like picking them up and throwing them into the masses of the battle behind. Yeah. It's it's very much like the trolls in Lord of the Ring, just like grabbing people and just tossing them and aside. Toss yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you see it. Su- you see Fritz suplex a goblin in the background. Uh, <laughs> and that is going to be the owl bear's turn. Oh, shit. It can't attack Cecil because you're on its back right now, but it is going to go for an attack. Um, Victoria and Brian, both you guys roll me a d20. Oh, bring it. Bring it. 12. 14. Okay, uh, I'm going to say it goes for Victoria with its bite Wisdom and saving uh, Brian with its claw. <gasps> oh. oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, let me have it make a wisdom saving throw. Rolls a 16. Damn. Uh, so it will hit Victoria. Uh, it's going to bite Victoria. Uh, 15? No, 17. All right. Just barely misses you as you dodge out of the way and you see this gray ooze dripping from its maw. Uh, as it crunches right where you were. And then it's going to take a claw attack on Brian. Good luck. And that's only a 15 again. Uh, So it's going to miss Brian as well. But all of you guys in this area of this gummy owl bear, this putrid rank smell fills your your lungs. And everybody takes 14 poison (gasps) damage. I'm sorry, necrotic damage. Jeez. Oh, necrotic damage. Okay. Yeah, as the as the smell and this this wave of like degeneration just washes over you guys, uh, and the because of uh, Cecil's fire damage, it can only move half of its speed right now, so it's going to walk forward fifteen feet. Do we get an attack of opportunity? Yeah, sure. I'll say you can. Okay. Yeah, it is currently eighty five feet from the castle walls. Uh, yeah, Victoria, uh, you can take attack of opportunity. Does that that includes shooting weapons, right? Nope. No. Has to be a melee attack. It has to be a melee attack. Cool. All I can do is use my dagger then. But that's an eighteen plus five. That'll hit. And that's gonna be oh, that sucks. Three points of damage. All right. And Brian, you can take an attack as well. Okay. Nat twenty. <gasps> Let's go. Heck yeah. Uh, roll for damage. Good. I will. Gosh darn it. Thirteen. All right. Wait. Do I double because I critted? Yes. Yeah. God, I'm awful at this. So okay. 13 wasn't double? <gasps> no, the 13 was so 26 damage? Uh, so actually 25, because the 13 was with a plus one 25. damage from nice. the vial. Gotcha. You do a hefty amount of damage to this thing as you stab into the side, and uh, it cringes and lifts up its paw. Hangnail. And Victoria, that's your turn. As Victoria rolls out of the way of the attack and like pulls out her dagger and slashes, she's like holding that... like. Black Widow stance almost. Yeah, the three point stance. And as she stands up and like sheathes her dagger. You hear a frog man behind you go, damn, that's rad as hell. <laughs> and then another frog guy goes, why do they always land like that? <laughs> <laughs> she sheathes her dagger. She unslings her shotgun. She like closes her eyes and steals herself. And she can like feel Renee's hands on hers. And she's going to use Renee's mm-hmm. tactics. That's so hot. <laughs> and she's going to take a shot with wit's end. All right. Roll to attack. And that's with, with advantage. advantage. Yep. 19. That'll hit. Okay. Oh, nice. 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. Nicely done. And because it hit, we're going to do a stinging sharp shop and we're going to stun it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of herself. <laughs> 
Now that my things are actually hitting, yeah. It's great. That is a wisdom saving throw. 14. Wisdom saving throw. Rolls a 15. No, no, it doesn't, Riley. Sorry. You rolled a 16 on the die and has a minus one wisdom. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. It slows a little bit and then continues to okay. but that lumber was still on. A decent amount of damage, so that should slow it. All right, Brian, that's your turn. Great. I'm going to cast Divine Smite um, at a second level. <gasps> come on, come on, come on. Hell yeah. That one will be a 17 to hit. That'll hit. All right. 24, 25 damage. Yes. Uh, yeah. You stab in your blade as this this mode of light starts to grow at the end, and the second it makes contact, it <laughs> explodes, uh, and the gummy owl bear <laughs> roars in pain. I'm gonna try again with my rapier. I'm gonna pull it out, and I'm gonna go back for it. Great, that's a 17. That'll hit. Great. Damn, you guys are rolling real well. It's about time. So that's an additional 11 damage. 11 damage. Sweet. All right. This thing is still looking pretty hefty, um, but you guys are really laying into it. Uh, and with that, uh, we come to Carlix cooking check. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. thank God. Oh, God. I forgot we were waiting for that. The DC is 25. <laughs> he has a plus seven. So it's a pretty high DC. He would have to roll. You Somebody would have to roll an 18, 19, or 20. Uh, so whoever would like to roll, go for it. That's a five. Five. <laughs> no, does not work. The DC does lower by one, though. As they continue to work, and you hear Carla going, "Oh shit! We oh, damn it! They just dropped all the chocolate Victoria chips." Hang on, hang on, hang on. Like, stuck the phone like down in the front of her dress, you know, like yeah. and just like yeah. stuck it there. So she she put it on speaker so she can still hear him, but she's like right. running <laughs> after this thing. Uh, yeah, Carla. Oh fuck! Shit. Uh, so the DC is now going to be twenty four, uh, uh, but that brings us back to Cecil's turn. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, run up along the back of this owl bear, swing my flame blade down so it's in a stabbing position and I'm going to kind of do a flip and as I'm doing a flip I'm going to bring the blade down and carve along the side of its neck <gasps> okay. so I can get back down to the ground okay. beside everyone else. Cool. Uh, I'll say just for the hell of it, roll me an athletics check to do that flip because Cecil has never done a flip a day in his life. <laughs> uh, that's an 18 minus 2 for a 16. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's. He doesn't totally nail the landing, but he sure, actually yeah. kind of gets it. But nobody's there to see it. <laughs> For, it's super wobbly going down. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you can take your attack. Nice. That was almost a nat twenty. Oh, no, <laughs> that's a two. No. Oh, brutal. Uh, yeah, you're so enamored that you actually finally got a front flip. Uh, that you oh, try and grab on, and you just kind of stick the hilt in the side and don't manage to get the flame blade in on Damn. it. Shit. Well, dang. Um, bonus action. I'm gonna uh, swipe with my with my baseball bat. I'm gonna. All right. Fifteen. That just barely misses. <gasps> As you land on the ground, you raise your bat and slam down, but the gelatin kind of rebounds it, and you don't manage to get purchase on it. Uh, and again, the the sounds of battle are careening around you uh, as the siege seems to be reaching a fever pitch. And yeah, and I, I wanted to get myself to a point where I was pretty much directly in front of it. Front of it? Yeah. Ah. As you land, the owl bear takes its turn and you land in front of oh, it and it realizes no. uh, you were the thing that has been crawling over its back. No. So it's going to take two attacks on no. Cecil. No, 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 no. First one is a 25 to hit. Okay. Second is... A 17 to hit. The 17 does not hit. 
Okay. 17 does not hit. You're right, because of the shield. Ooh, that's that's lucky. Uh, but the first attack, it's going to bite down on you, and it's going to do first 1d10 plus 4 piercing damage. It does 8 piercing damage, and then the gray ooze seeps from its fangs, and you take 14 necrotic damage. And as it does, it starts to try to lift its foot, but it seems from the damage you guys did that last round, it's not able to move at all. Yes. It shudders, kind of, but doesn't make any advance. Uh, but everybody does take... Oh, shit. Seven more necrotic damage oh, as the gray ooze is dripping around you guys and puddling at your feet. And that brings us to Victoria's turn. How are we doing, Victoria? Um, I bonus action healing word. Uh, that's four, that's six points. Still not looking great. And then she sees the, like, open wound that Cecil left on its back, and she's gonna, like, aim for that. Cool. Uh, I don't like any of this. Oh, okay, okay, 16 plus 9. That'll hit. No. I want to reroll. That's not fair. A 1 and a 2. Brutal. So, 7 points of damage. That's fucking sucks. She misses the opening. Yeah. She misses the opening. Yeah, you, you, you take aim... And then the the shot kind of stalls in your barrel a little bit. Yeah. And you kind of lurch forward and it shoots out just a second after you planned and it barely misses the mark. Uh, it still gets a little bit of damage yeah. on this on this owl bear. And Brian, that's your turn. Um, great. So uh, I'm going to put my hand on Victoria's back and be like, that was a good idea. Um, and as I put hands on Victoria's back, um, I'm going to lay on hands uh. and heal. What do you need? How you doing? I'm at 18 hit points. Great. So I'm going to give her 20 more. Oh my gosh. The sound of Brian actually giving you a compliment bolsters your spirit. Yeah, honestly. She's like, huh, thanks. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to cast Divine Smite again. That is a 14 to hit the first one. First one's going to miss. Oh, shit. But my hawk's feathers flare again as the plumage flaps in your face the hawk's wings become your own wings for a brief second as your strike is bolstered go ahead and uh try and roll that again you raise me up by josh groban plays in the background (laughs) yeah 17 that hits yes great 16 damage all right um and then the second one 18 second one will hit and that one is a damage of 12 all right, this uh, this owlbear is still looking pretty hardy, uh, but Shit. you are definitely hindering its progress, and that's going to be the end of your turn. Uh, with that, we are going to come up to Karlik's cooking check. DC is 24. You need to roll a 17 or higher. I'll go for it, because I already know it's going to be disappointing. Roll for it. Come on. You're good at this. That's an 18! That's an 18! <gasps> 18! Yes! Oh my god! Uh, yeah, you guys are fighting <laughs> off this uh, this owl bear. The gray ooze is seeping around you. Brian is healing up Victoria. Cecil has taken a hefty amount of damage and fallen from the back of the owl bear. It's looking pretty brutal. And then you feel a. I pull it out of my boobs and I go, "Tell me it's time." Guys, get fucking ready. Can I do battle? And you hear. Uh, and you turn and you look from the edge of the plane and you see this gigantic 20 foot tall cake golem 
literally just like steps over the parapets and over the moat and starts to lurch its way across the field. So it just levels goblins. <laughs> yeah, go- goblins are screaming below its feet. Uh, and this thing is running across the field and um, you guys see it coming. Uh, and you just all scatter. I was going to say, can Victoria, like, run and do, like, a baseball slide under the feet of this thing and, like, grab Cecil and, like, pull him through, essentially? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you guys see it coming and you slide underneath. <laughs> you grab Cecil out of the way. Brian parts to the other side and you see this this Kate Gollum with a body of, like, a black and white, like, chocolate on top vanilla on the bottom <laughs> with a torso and then uh like these long legs that are like made out of eclairs uh yes. that are that are acting as limbs and you see like two giant strawberries that are acting as shoulder pauldrons uh and it wields a gigantic licorice uh vine in one hand and an enormous jolly rancher shield in the other as it starts to do battle with this owl bear uh, and if you want, you guys can uh, fight alongside this thing. Yeah, yeah why who's, not? Who's yeah, 100%. Let's go. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say it'll do its attacks first. Uh, so it's going to take three attacks. Oh, this thing's fucking what? insane. Let's go. Uh, so first attack is going to hit. That's a 19. Yeah. Uh, it has a plus 10 to hit. Holy shit. Uh, second, oh, man. Second attack's a 39. Or, sorry, 29. And the third attack is a 24. Uh, for each of these attacks, it's going to do 3d8 damage. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even want to play anymore. Like, why are we... <laughs> Can we add this guy to our party? Yes. <laughs> Can I... <laughs> so it does 60 damage oh as it <laughs> lashes across this owlbear. It fashions the licorice and, like, lassos it around and, like, starts dragging it towards it and then just starts Dope. beating it with the Jolly Rancher shield. Uh, and this owlbear... <laughs> howls in pain as gelatin and gray ooze sprays everywhere. Uh, and Cecil, that's going to be your turn. Okay. It's been more than three days. I'm going to drop my baseball bat, reach my hand into my pocket, and pull out a coin. <gasps> All or nothing, <laughs> bitch. I'm going to run underneath the legs of the owl bear, and as I do, I'm going to flip the coin, catch it, not even looking at it, and then I'm going to take a swipe at one of the legs. Oh, Alright. Um, so... What did you say? Odds? Odds are going to be a one. Evens are going to be a 20. Evens are a 20. Yes. Come on, evens. That's a two. That's a two. That's going to be a nat 20. (laughs) Goblins and frogmen are screaming alike as this colossus is charging across the field, (laughs) lassoing this owlbear. Goblins are scattering as the frogmen are starting to overtake their forces. Uh, And Cecil, you get a hefty slash out of the side of this owlbear's ankle. That is 38 points of fire damage. Oh my god. 38 points! Alright, yeah. It, again, growls in pain as you take a huge heft of a chunk out of its side. I'm trying to basically, like, slide through it to, like, kite around and get around to the back of it. You definitely get around, uh, and it's still standing, but it's looking extremely bloodied. That is going to be the owlbear's turn. Um, and it's just going to be focused on taking down this golem right now, so it's not going to take any attacks on you guys, but everyone does take oh no uh, necrotic damage. No, 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 no. Fuck. No, no. Bye, Cecil. It was nice knowing you. 
I was about to get to you on my turn, too. Yeah, same. It. Everyone does take seven necrotic. Oh, that's bye, exactly Cecil. That's it. I'm gone. That's, ex- oh, that's it. Damn. As I as I slide, I like... <laughs> it looks it looks so hot. I And I slide, taking out, like... It's Eowyn with t- taking out the, the oliphants. Yeah. And I'm slicing the legs. And then as I get to the other side, I just immediately fall to the ground. He full on, like, on his knees laid out on his back, cuts it out, but then as this putrid gelatin falls and just crashes over him, uh, (laughs) uh, big risky business energy (laughs) or Saturday Night Fever, whichever one is the one where they sit in the chair and pull water all over themselves. (laughs) That's uh, just crashes down. Flash dance. No, no, it's flash. Flash dance. Flash dance. (laughs) Big flash dance energy. (laughs) Rain dance? Um, (laughs) Whatever, risky business. You just get covered in gelatin. Okay, get off my back. Uh, I got a lot of things I'm juggling here, all right? Pop culture references is not at the top of the list. Uh, And Cecil passes out on the ground. Slugger signing off. Riley, please tell me that Carlic is riding on the back of this... Carlick is on the yeah! back of this thing. Yeah. Okay. He another pop culture reference, just like Shrek in Shrek yes! 2, riding the back yes! of the giant gingerbread man. He is holding on to the pul- the, sh- the strawberry yes! shoulder pauldron. Bring him into the fight. <laughs> As Victoria, go. Victoria, that's Great, your turn. So I'm gonna risky business. Slide over to Cecil. My friend is down. I'm not letting him go down without seeing the end of this thing. So I'm gonna lay hands and cast cure wounds. Bring him back up. That's only six. Healing, I'm so sorry. I have one spell slot left. <laughs> That's okay. That brings me back up to where I just was. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> As you pull me up, I go, did I kill it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm just going to drag him away from it. <laughs> You're, Victoria's just like yeah, blocking just his block. image so he can't see the giant I, gummy bear I, Yeah, I block I've got, I've got blood and ooze in yeah. my eyes. I can't see anything. Because whatever hits it next is going to take it out. Come on, Brian, let's go. Great. Um, so I'm going to fucking... Uh, charge this thing. I'm going to do branding smite on this one. Roll to attack. All right. First attack. That hurt. Uh, that's in that one. Um, oh. Carlick. Is Carlick anywhere near? Yeah. Is Carlick enough? When an, ally, when an ally you can see within 30 <gasps> feet rolls a nat one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Carlick is technically close enough. You can re-roll that. Great. Then that's that's a 19. Hell yeah. You, you almost stumble and then uh, you feel like a little bit of a push from your back and you look up and you see Carlick pointing at you just like, fucking got you, bro. <laughs> that's 24. Oh my god. Damage. Brian, show your work. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I look at the wound that, um, that Cecil had impacted on the ankle and I just take my rapier and I just fledge it like full like might into the side of the jello. And as I'm pulling it out, I push further as I drag it through the jello. Oh. And there's just chunks of jello flying everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> Such sticky kid yeah. energy as you are covered in gelatinous sugar. Yes. And you end up you get so far in that you just cut the thing's leg off and it falls and as it does uh the cake golem backs up just drops the, sh- the jolly ranch the jolly rancher <laughs> shield on top of its back uh as He's this thing just <laughs> explodes and gelatin showers down on the field as you see the gray ooze in size starting to disappear good, from good. it uh and the gingerbread goblins scream in terror as they all start to flee nice. and run away as their main uh attack force has fallen and don't come back <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, you just hear the gingerbread goblin screaming in terror. <laughs> just, Holy fucking shit! Oh my god, what? Uh, as, they're, as they're running away in terror, and you guys stand on this cotton candy field surrounded by frogmen next to this gigantic cake uh, golem as um, Karlik slides down the licorice rope and lands next to you guys and goes, that was fucking something. Victoria offers a hand to Cecil, bring him up, does the, like, arm clasp. Brother. <laughs> and pulls him up. Brother. <laughs> you can be my wingman any day. Yeah. <laughs> and I stand up. Yes. And I'm going to go ahead and chug a healing potion. Nice. <laughs> All right. As you do, uh, you look over the carnage of this battlefield and you see in the distance a mustachioed, fancy-looking frogman hopping up and you see Colonel Lollyhop. Lollyhop! make his way towards you. He goes, we are forever in your debt. Thank you so much for helping to protect the sweet court. Does he do like a little kneel? Yeah, he, t- he, he bends the knee. Victoria goes over to him and she goes, my friend, you kneel for no one. And she'll help him, help him back <laughs> up. <laughs> Except for me, actually. No, no, no. Kneel for me. Yeah, you yeah, you can kneel for me too, honestly. Like that's yeah, I got I'll no issues. It. You see him and like a bunch of the frogmen behind him are like kinda all doing sort of squats at this point, not really sure whether or not to kneel. They're all kind of looking at it. Should, should we they do it? Us. But he said, I don't know. Hey I man, know. I summoned I summoned uh, a thunderstorm yeah. and pretty the sure at this point did like so much. I've never yeah. felt so close to godlike, honestly. So I'll I'll take the kneeling. I'll take I'm the I'm getting through myself off a tower, so yeah. You did. That was pretty badass they, they all look at each other they nod good. and they all bend the knee yes. <laughs> and uh lollyhop stands and he says well uh i think uh, the sweet court should be safe for a good while at least from any outside influence listen i i hate to ask this but my blood sugar is a little low after that um so do you have like any like it's low i feel like if anything it'd be spiked through the roof you would think that Victoria makes her way through the sea of fallen goblins and frogs to her graham cracker horse. And she just lays down and is like petting it. And she just goes, I'm sorry, Artax. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And she just holds him. And he like basically disappears because she summoned him. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He just evaporates into crust. Big horse girl energy. Very big horse girl energy. Well, um... Would you like to meet with the queen now? I would love that. I think that would be appropriate. She should know who who saved her castle from devastation. I think that, like, deserves, like, you know, an award or a prize of some kind, you know? Well, we'll see. We'll see what the, <laughs> what the queen says. Again, I'll have to warn you, she's not really in her, her right mind at the moment, but you have more than gained an audience with her. Good. And he turns and starts hopping back as the frogmen gather their fallen comrades and the cake golem starts to help with cleaning up. It (laughs) pulls out a broom and just starts kind of sweeping. Yes. Um, And you guys follow Colonel Lollyhop back into the Sweet Court Castle for an audience with Queen Ariel. And with that, class is dismissed. Damn it. It is so good. That was a good ending right there. D 
Hall and Dragons is Andy Dinehart as Victoria Hightower, Danielle Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, and myself, Riley Wesson, as your DM. Thanks so much for listening to this session of D Hall and Dragons. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see a five-star review from you on whatever platform you're listening on, and we'd love it even more if you'd go and share it with some friends. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans in Japan. Other music can be found in the episode description. And our artwork is, as always, done by the incredibly talented Carlina Alvarez. A link to her stuff can be found in the description as well. Until next time, you know how when you put a peep in the microwave, it gets really big and will eventually explode? Well, actually, what's happening is that the microwave is expanding the air bubbles that are inside the marshmallow walls of the peep, causing it to grow. That's right. It's not just making a mess of your kitchen. It's science. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next session. Bro, I had one spell slot left. One first level spell slot. I think I did too. That's nuts, dude. Yeah, I had. I have one first level spell slot as well. Yep. That's amazing. Perhaps before we see the queen, we can take a, a quick nap to refresh ourselves. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs>